Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's Football Friday on the fan. Block somebody! This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. Take the fight to them. The Fan. Hour number three here on Danny and Dusty. It's a football Friday. The Oregon Ducks have the Cal Golden Bears coming into Austin with a familiar face, Justin Wilcox, at head coach. The, the Bears do present um, some interesting challenges and opportunities for the Ducks. They absolutely do. I mean, and hey, a really cool thing that's going to be happening um, tomorrow is with Justin Wilcox, obviously, in the stadium and the passing of... Uh, legend Dave Wilcox, Justin and Josh's father, uh, who is an Oregon legend in his own right, an NFL Hall of Famer. Um, they are going to honor Dave Wilcox tomorrow during the game, and I, I think that that is absolutely awesome and so on 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 point for um, just not just this week, but for that family to be honored. Even though you know a Wilcox is on the opposing sideline leading the California Golden Bears. Dave Wilcox meant so much to the Oregon football uh, program, and the Wilcox family has meant so much to Oregon athletics as a whole. Uh, I think it's really cool um, that that they will be honoring Dave Wilcox and the Wilcox family uh, before the game tomorrow. No, having him in, yeah. in, in the building and obviously being yeah. able to have the, the whole family there really cool. uh, for that is is very cool. Yeah, and I I'm I'm interested to see what they're gonna do. They've been honoring uh, Dave Wilcox with a sticker on the helmet all season long, and I think that's been a nice, a really cool touch. Is uh, you know, look, the Oregon football program wasn't known for a whole heck of a lot, you know, back in the day. No, and Dave Wilcox is a guy from Eastern Oregon who, uh, you know, went to I think he went to Boise State before Oregon, back when it was like a JC, mm-hmm. or maybe that was his brother. And then they uh, went to Oregon and ended up being one of the most intimidating football players of all time uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, pretty cool thing, but I digress. Justin Wilcox and his team are playing. They are, and they, unfortunately, <laughs> you will be on the sideline for what uh, you've checked the weather oh, and boy. what's going on down there? Atmospheric River, my man. <laughs> uh, I will. I hopefully... My socks will stay dry. I'm, I'm bringing the several layers. Socks. Uh, I'm not bringing those, but mm. uh, you're looking at kickoff at 2.30 in the 2 o'clock hour. Two-tenths of an inch of rain is expected in the 2 o'clock hour alone. Two-tenths and I not one-fifth. I huh? it's called liquid sunshine. Yeah. Two-tenths of an inch I was uh, also between told 3 it- and 4 o'clock. <laughs> and then uh, 
So for those keeping track now, yeah. we're we're at two fifths. Yeah, we are at, uh, and then another tenth of an inch between four and five o'clock. So you're we you might go through two fifths once he gets home. Hey, yeah. so we are we are looking at a half an inch of rain during the game. I was told by your broadcast crew that it never rains at Austin. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but it may monsoon. It may downpour. <laughs> it may flood. Yeah, but this won't even be the rainiest Cal Oregon game at Autzen. Jared got I don't even remember what day, what year this was. It was. I think it was Jared Goff's freshman year at Cal. They came up to Eugene and they played a night game. And they when I say in this, field. in my in my life, in my thirty nine years of living in the state of Oregon, I have never seen it rain as hard as it did that night. Mm. Jared Goff went back to pass, and he brought the his hand up. The ball just went there. The ball wasn't there, hmm. and he like even like went to throw and was like, "There's nothing in my hand anymore." I've never seen a is one as much rain, but a quarterback is ill prepared to play in said rain. Yes, as Jared Goff was that night. Look, maybe the, he needed one of the Marino isotoners. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll, it's a what? second Dan Marino isotoner <laughs> reference of the show, and Hopefully I'm here for it. No, Mister Winky in there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the interesting thing about this is Cal uh, does have their 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 quarterback of the future yeah. as it as it appears in, in Fernando Mendoza, who uh, after, one of the more fun names to oh, say absolutely. But uh, after only getting one snap uh, against North Texas to start the season, he's played the last three weeks. Okay, uh, thrown two tutties every game, mm-hmm. thrown an interception every game, but also has been more productive each week. Yeah. It's a nice little compliment that Cal has, which I don't know if they'll be able to go to uh, because of said weather. But with that in mind, Cal does have an absolute dude in that backfield in Jaden Knott. Jaden Knott is amazing. And look, this when you think of this Cal team, last year they were 10th in scoring offense. They were 12th in rushing offense. I think they were uh, ninth in total offense in the Pac-12. And... This year, I like think of it in these terms: two hundred and twenty-two yards per game. Where do you think that ranks you in the Pac-12 this year in passing yards per game? Dead last. That gets you eleventh in the Pac-12 yeah. this year. It gets you eleventh in the Pac-12. It's a little bit different. Uh, they are eleventh in the Pac-12, seventy-third nationally. So they're about middle of the pack nationally. <laughs> And at the bottom of the Pac-12 for their passing offense. But their points per game are up. They were one of the lowest scoring teams in the Pac-12 last year. They're currently 5th and 39th nationally. 32 points per game. That's pretty damn good. Their total offense, they were dead last in the conference last year in total offense. They're at 422 this year, right? Which is 8th in the conference, but 45th nationally. So, again, you're sitting there. And you're in the upper half. Well, think about of, this. of the nationally what offenses are doing, and they their rushing offense that you're talking about top twenty nationally, top I mean, twenty nationally. They're over two hundred yards per game on the ground. Jay Knott is a damn dude. He's an NFL running back. Like, he that's, is, there's there's no questions about dude. It. And Jake Spivital is an acquisition that hasn't gotten a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Jake Spivital was like the wonder boy of offense. Yes, about a decade ago. And he's moved up through the ranks. He was a head coach at Texas State. Now he's the offensive coordinator for Justin Wilcox at Colorado. And his imp- his imprints are all over that offense. And he's had something for, for everyone this season, which is why yeah. they've had games where against Washington, they hang 32. Against Oregon State, they hang 40. Mm-hmm. Against USC, they hang 49. 
I mean, you can say what you want about those defenses. To put up real points when you're an offense that has been, let's be blunt, inept yep. for the last four or five years. It's been anemic. It, I mean, they just haven't been able, they haven't been functional. Yeah. And they go from not functional to hanging 40 pieces Yep. routinely. They have gotten, let's see, 58, 32, 40, and 49. I bet you that those combined scores are probably close to as many points or more than they scored the entirety of last year. They're they're picking up they're picking up that offense. They are finding a rhythm right now. Um and so what we're what we're seeing though is the common thread with this team is that in their losses, and this also translates to against better opponents, mm-hmm. they turn the ball over a lot. Yes. And, and that's what they're hoping that, that Mendoza, who is a redshirt freshman who's stepping in and played the last three games, can cut down on because has had at least one in every game. What they need to do though, and this is big for this is huge for Oregon because they have not really gotten a whole heck of a lot of turnovers, man. Mm-hmm. When you look at what really changed at Utah, the two Tyshim Johnson interceptions, yep. th- those have been game changers. It, they only have seven interceptions on the season. Three of them came in the Texas Tech game mm-hmm. when Tyler Shuck went all turnover crazy. Yes. And they they have not forced a lot of turnovers. They've crunched everything down. They have suffocated some teams um, on both sides of, of the football, really. Their line of scrimmages is where they suffocate you. But on the defensive side, they've kept everything in front of them. They have not created turnovers, though. Mm-hmm. And what we saw last week, if you can create two more, and I think that it's really interesting. They don't play a lot of zone. They play a lot of man coverage. Mm -hmm. And they go and they play zone like in two spots last week. And Taishi Johnson gets two picks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and uh, I think they do a really good job of this in the cinematic recap. Yes. uh, That Oregon does. They they tapped into the headsets this week, mm. and you could hear the headset communication between the coaches. And Landing even said something during that cinematic recap where he goes, "He goes, we play, we play zone for the first time in weeks, and we fi- we get an Taishim gets a pick, mm-hmm. and then they do it again. Like their defense is starting to come around, mm-hmm. and that's the next step, and that's the next evolution for this team to go from good to great, great to elite. Is you do not turn the ball over mm-hmm. offensively." Now you need to start getting it back. And that's what we talked about a little bit yesterday. As good as Oregon has been, when you're Urban Meyer's talking about them being the best team on tape in the country and all those things, you look at the the box scores, they've been dominant, but they don't have the tackles for loss. They don't have the sacks. They don't have the interceptions. They don't have the forced fumbles. It's the structurally, the integrity of the defense that has been so good, regardless, which is, I I think, the more impressive thing is that they're doing it without those things. Yeah. They haven't forced a fumble since week two. And it's not like this isn't a crazy, which is it is crazy when you just talk about the raw numbers, because Oregon is one of the better tackling teams in the country. But (laughs) maybe that's why is that they are prioritizing wrapping up and securing as opposed to trying to force fumbles. Yeah, but it's whatever they're doing. It's working right now. That next step in that X evolution, get the ball back and look with. Uh, the the part that and this is a, a part about Oregon that you have a little bit more confidence in this year as opposed to years past. When you're not one dimensional, don't you feel a whole heck of a lot better about these weather games that are going to be coming down the pipeline when weather gets nasty? Mm-hmm. Because what translates is defense. What translates is running the ball. Yeah. And 
what translates is not having to rely solely on the deep ball when you have a quarterback who is 80% on first and second downs on the season. Because you can't the physically drive the ball down the field because the the rain will literally yeah. knock it down. And all, all of these, like, captain check downs for Bo, mm-hmm. it, well, guess what? He, this is exactly like when you get into cold weather. This is how you have to play. This is where you win games mm-hmm. when it starts pouring down rain. And like that's the that's a, a good part about this. It's going to be rainy, but it's not going to be like forty and rainy. Yeah, the, it's weird. It's warm. Do you it's like do sixteen you, rainy? Do you look at this like again? I don't, I don't think Oregon's on any kind of upset alert. But do you look at a game when the weather could be this sideways and go, oof, ball security could make this get super weird. Yeah, you always that's always a concern. Right. Yeah. And I also one thing that my eye is on and I think that every Oregon fan should kind of be weary of is we didn't see it after the loss to Washington after the rivalry game. But when Dan Lanning says that was four quarters, that that mm-hmm. was the complete game. I do worry about like there being like a we did it. A letdown. Because you do it on the road, you do it against Utah, you end their streak, you exercise some demons. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at like it's Cal, it's a three win team. Like what? What are we doing here? It's way better than just three win football team. And not only that, after Cal, things get spicy again for Oregon yeah. as as they have uh, look USC, Arizona State, and then Civil War. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it gets a little interesting. This, is it this... going to snow in Boulder? Ooh, is it? I don't know. I it mean, just seems like the time of year where, I mean, yeah, you. I mean, probably... we we had it in the Midwest already, so yeah. uh, I had I, I had uh, I had, yeah, I had relatives in, in Chicago who uh, no. couldn't go trick or treating because of the snow. Sixty six and sunny for a high tomorrow. Yeah, so by game time though at seven ish, it'll be more like fifty. Shoot, but yeah, no snow. Low of forty four. Yeah, it's warmer there than here <laughs> at altitude. In the Rockies. Getting, where getting, the, getting weird. Where the women flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I like it. I Goodness like it. Goodness gracious. That Don, John Denver was full of... That John Denver's full of... Man. Well, you know who else is? Ohio State. We'll get to that and more. Come here on Danny oh. Dusty, Danny the Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Normally I'd say just when you think a scandal couldn't get any dumber, but my God, did this take a fun turn. Can we just cut the crap and just say Michigan-Ohio State, you guys play every week until the end of the season? Because I want more of this. Because this rivalry is going to be taken completely out of hand. And this is why rivalries are great. Uh, keep in mind the, the sourcing from this is coming from the university of Michigan, but 
I don't think they would put it out there. Yeah, this is from the Wolverine. Yes, but they are also like saying that this, this sourcing is coming from the university because okay. the university is going to want to throw throw this mud. Yeah. Uh, let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, but this is from the Wolverine. Several sources at Michigan and the media tell the Wolverine.com that they have gathering evidence on the two PIs that are believed to be behind the investigation into Michigan's alleged illegal on-site scouting. Okay. Which. Okay, sure. Yeah, you want to. This is this is this is standard practice. This is this is regular counterintelligence. Mm-hmm. Okay, you spy on the people spying on you. Yeah. For those that are unaware, this is very normal. Okay. Um, I've seen the show The Americans. There you go. You're you're, you're picking up what I'm putting yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, the same sources also believe that these two are responsible for the media leaks that have kept the story in the news for weeks. Okay, that's also believable. Mm-hmm. Then we get to this line. Both allegedly have ties to Ohio State head coach Ryan Day's family. Yikes. It was me! I'm a big Kerry Russell fan, for the record. i just like to get that out there because I said the Americans. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Pete Kerry Russell is. <sighs> uh, but wait. We're moving away from Connor Stallions being the central figure in this and Ryan Day but, sitting front and center. And this is classic politics right here. Uh, deflect, SB- baby. We have the espionage going in the background. Now we have... Deny, deny, deny. Deflection, complete <laughs> deflection here. Like, why are you looking at us? They're the snitches. And mm-hmm. people are like, yeah. Who, ca- the, the, who cares that they were breaking the rules? Turn the flashlight somewhere else. Yeah. The only reason why we know about this is because Timmy Day is the one who did it. The hilarious part about this what? is, the, it says it goes on to say, reporters are putting the pieces together, but we know Michigan is currently in possession of documents that could link the alleged investigators to Day's younger brother, Tim Day. Okay. Why are they... <laughs> what is the point of this? Um, think I think what you said. It's not to. They're not saying we didn't do it. No, they said like, these are the guys who are responsible yeah, for uncovering it. And and what they're doing here is the NCAA is not going to care about this. No. The Big Ten though, they might. Why? Because if this is indeed true, Ohio State went outside the family. Yeah, like they're they're throwing their guys under the bus. But again, this is more. I look at this as good old-fashioned rivalriness. Sure, but... This the, is Woody Hayes having his car break down in... Or no, is Bo Schembechler had his car break down in Ohio and walked to the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this. Smart. <laughs> probably wouldn't tell people your, your name is Bo. That's for sure. It's probably not going to do you any favors. But what's hilarious is this goes on to say that the, the other suspect is linked to Day's brother, Chris, and was also a classmate of Tim Day's in New Hampshire. One of them currently runs a PI firm in Manchester, New Hampshire, Day's hometown. Okay. <laughs> the best part about this for me is... Okay, wait a minute. Ryan Day's... Why are they calling him suspects? Who... Wait, who... I love I love the inflammatory language. What are you talking about? This is fantastic. They're, they're saying one of the other suspects... No, 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 no. One of them they they, they suspect I, of. Oh, really? Because yes. I'm reading I'm reading here the other they Oh, okay. Okay. All right, good. So they're not calling the other they suspect yeah. of investigating yes. their wrongdoings. Yes. Okay. But this also remember So they're saying that this is a rigged investigation. But not only that, they're not denying the information the, the being The call false. is coming from inside the house. More than that, they're also making sure that they, even though they're digging their own grave, they're not throwing the dirt to the side. They're making sure it hits Ryan Day right in the face. You 
you know, bleepity bleeping weasel. Yeah, look who look who threw us under the bus. Yeah, look stitches who's get stitches. Yeah, not only stitches get stitches, but look, look, he's so worried about this, he had to go back to a PI firm in his hometown to trace this back. That's how worried and insecure little brother Ohio State is about Michigan. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, this isn't adding f- fuel to the fire. This, this is... This is a nuclear bomb. Now, now you're you're drawing and pulling on not only in, the insecurities of a fan base in this country that I despise in Ohio State, but Ryan Day. Remember the 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 faux outrage he had at um, uh, Notre Dame uh, old coach. My Brian God, Kelly. no, no, Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz. Remember, yeah. remember, he got all mad and indignant about the toughness of of Ohio yeah. State players. Pretty soft if you're going and getting your family investigators to go check on old Michigan. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, uh, if I'm Ryan Day and my brother is a private investigator and I know that my biggest rival is, the uh, like, spying, like, you know it. And, it again, this is one of the worst-kept secrets in the Big Ten, right? So if your brother is an investigator, you're probably like, hey, man, look into this for me. And then all of a sudden... As every single day turns more and more information that is like, no, this is more widespread than we thought. Mm -hmm. Like, that is something. What's going to be ultimately hilarious is when Ohio State gets caught doing the exact same thing. Oh, they're going to find this. Because there's some coaches that are like, hey, it's not the fact that Michigan did this. Like, it's It's that they they got got caught. caught. Like, how you get caught. Well, now it's the how you get caught is by your rival because when you hired a PI firm, you flexed on them and didn't even like when you flexed on them, you just like crushed their yes. will in those, in those rivalry games. They said, this isn't on the up and up and we're going to prove it. Mm-hmm. And they did <laughs> like, I, I, this is all fantastic to me. I, oh no. Are you kidding me? The, nom, ca- nom, 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 the nom, nom, counterintelligence nom. is phenomenal. Yes. And like, everybody's like, these football coaches, man, they always talk about this being war. It's actually kind of more like a war than you think. Yeah, it's a, it's a cold war. That's, Nobody's dying. Yeah, it's, but it's, a, it's a cold it's got, war. It's got all of the fixins, you know. You got espionage. You got subterfuge. A lot of money at play. Yeah, you're you're trying to get the mental warfare. Right. You know, well, Iowa has the pink locker room, mm-hmm. which maybe that's what their offense dresses in. I don't know. Because remember, that was wow. to make it more. Well, they come out. Very flat, and mm. that was the whole purpose of it. Is like Hayden Fry wanted something that maybe they need a, a mentally they, made them calm down and was a, a soothing color. So it was pink that they, they settled. They need on. to go more gloss, less matte. That's right. Maybe, maybe they need a higher finish. There on you it. go. Uh, what's funny amongst amidst all of this? So great. Do you know what is happening? Hmm. The University of Michigan is proceeding with offering Jim Harbaugh a contract extension that is expected to be signed yeah. next week. They're just trying, they're going to try and plow through this. That's what they're going to say. You know what? We're going to blame it 100% on our rival mm-hmm. and say they're just jelly. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to go with. This isn't going to work. I really am. I'm, I'm very interested to see how this works because North Carolina invented a class and got away with it. Yeah. This is different though, because what did what did they North Carolina claim? NCAA, this is not within your purview. Mm. You, you this is accreditation. You don't you don't they'll 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 this find is on the academic some, they'll side. They'll find something here that, that that does something similar. What this is is a absolute black and white 
clearly written, you cannot send people to stadiums for advanced scouting purposes. And Connor Stallions has been caught on video now several times. <laughs> I'm going to go with what I, what I said a couple months ago. I do not recognize your authority. They're That's, not going to do it. I, They're not going to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Because you know what? You know who does recognize their authority? Mm. The Big Ten. Mm. And that's, remember, the Big Ten. Making is, the Big Ten play two sides here between Michigan and Ohio State is also going to be fun. Well, and also, did you see what um, the coach at Purdue said? Mm. Purdue's head coach came out and just flat out said they should be done. He goes, Ryan Walter said, they aren't allegations. It happened. There's video evidence. There's ticket purchases you can track back. We know for a fact they were at our number of our games. <laughs> like, we're not, we're not talking in allegations anymore. Mm. We're talking in fact. Also, Purdue, shut up and play basketball. <laughs> Try to play football. It's something. All right, coming up next, what we will do is play a game of awe here on 1080 awe. The Fan of Danny Dusty. But first, here's the big kahuna with Sports Center update. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Lito missed the boat that day. He left the shack. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. It's Friday 2.30-ish, which means it's time for the greatest game in all of the sporting world. Jeff Russ. Oh, Jeff, give it to us. Well... Tomorrow, number six, Oregon, big favorites hosting Cal. Weather Wait, forecast. I don't want to just overlook the drop that he just had, so 235. Mm, okay, thank you. Yep. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> uh, number six, Oregon, big favorites hosting Cal. Weather forecast tomorrow when Eugene looks wet and breezy. Currently 100% chance of rain with winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Of course, we know it never rains in Autzen Stadium, but you have to figure uh, this figures into the game plan. Do the Ducks wind up with more yards on the ground or through the air? Ooh. Ground. If you'd given me the will they cover or not, I have also would have said they don't cover. So much easier to get yards through the air. Um, I'll go air. I'll go air just because I think when you do throw, it'll be chunk plays. Could be. Yeah, I think it'll be chunk plays through the air. I'm going air, and it like we we think of like keeping the balls dry, like in high school and in the mud and stuff. Mm-hmm. Their ball boys have a rotation of footballs that's like they keep them in like these airtight Tears. coolers that are yeah. heated, and I just think it's a lot easier these days. I'm gonna go over. It's it, not just the guy. You, with you the, don't have the umpire with the, with the towel. It's soaking, soaking wet. No, wiping the ball off, or just like a poor ball boy in like shorts and a t-shirt who's with sitting there with over a, the ball. a towel over the ball, and yeah, yeah, he's got his shirt covering it. That those days are long yeah. gone. My mom forgot to give me my windbreaker. Yeah. It's a science now. <laughs> uh, number sixteen, Oregon State on the road in Boulder. Uh, doesn't look like weather should be a factor there. Shadur Sanders, though, he's been sacked forty-one times on the season. The Beavers have scored thirty-eight total touchdowns. So. More sacks of Shador Sanders or total Beavers touchdowns. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to go Beavers touchdowns. I'm going to go sacks. He's 
He's been sacked 44 times this season? 41. That's a lot. That's a I mean, lot. He's been, that means he's getting seven or eight a game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go over. So you're going the... I'm going to Shador. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm taking Shador. So you know what the... You know what the uh, so this... I, I looked up the Cal-Oregon game mm-hmm. where it was the, the rain, Jared Goff. It was uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. The, the final score was 55 to 16. Good Lord. Yeah. They scored a lot. And uh, two punts were returned for touchdowns in that game. <laughs> 41 to 3 at half. Holy smokes. All right. Uh, so, more with Colorado, as good as they started, we noted this earlier 3 0 in conference play, but just 1 and 4 in the Pac 12. Uh, and that win is by three points over Arizona State, who is probably the worst team in the league. Uh, and they also lost at Stanford. Mm. Uh, so that leaves them two wins shy of bowl eligibility. After hosting Oregon State tomorrow, they finish the season hosting Arizona, then at Washington State and at number 18, Utah. Does Colorado go bowling? Or Watch from home. Watch from home. Why? From because home. they screwed up the Stanford game. Yep. 29-0. That cost you your yep. bowl game, dummies. Yep. I'm going watch from home. All righty. Uh, the Trailblazers sneaking in some more basketball here. Mm. They've won two straight. They start the in-season tournament tonight, hosting the 0-5 Grizzlies tonight and Sunday. No scoot. He's out with an ankle injury. Do the Blazers go into Sacramento on Wednesday, riding a four-game streak? Or no. No. Almost nobody, even the really good teams, don't win those home-and-home series. Remember, last year and the year before, they had multiple home-and-home series when they weren't good. I remember when they, the, the, the nobodies went into Phoenix, yep. got a win. They did it in Minnesota. Those home-and-home home, home, home series games, it's because it's so rare and it's so new in basketball, yeah. teams are not used to it, and usually they scout you and they've got a better idea of what to expect game two. No. Blazers. There you go. Yeah. But did, they will win one. Because the Spurs they went win in. One. They won both of them in, in Phoenix, yes? Yes. Yeah. They, they did uh, in very strange fashion. One, yeah. obviously, the last second uh, ripped the ball out of KD's hands, and then they also had an absolute shellacking of the Suns that the Suns managed to, to close the gap on, but the, the Spurs were up almost 20, the majority of the game. All right, well, last one here, and speaking of those Spurs, Victor Wembenyama, fresh off a 38-point, 10-rebound performance uh, against the Suns. They Is that play- good? Yeah, I've heard that's pretty good. Uh, the Spurs play again Sunday, hosting the Raptors. Now, does Wemby have another 30-point double-double in him? Yes. Or? No. Against the Raptors? Yeah. I'm going to go no because he, he, he had his shooting was super efficient uh, against the Suns. I don't think he's going to get those that often. I remember, I had the stat on this. Uh, there was 16, excuse me, 16 total players who scored 20 or more 30 or more times in the last 10 years as a rookie. There were four players that did it 41 or more times as a rookie. It is tough to score 20-plus for more than half the season. The fact that he's already got a 30-point double-double just shows you how insane he is. Uh, Currently averaging 20.6 points and eight boards. What he said. 50% shooting. What he said. (laughs) What he said. I don't even remember the question because I was like, so many numbers, I was like, yeah. Does he have That's another? A lot. Does he have another thirty-point double-double in him Sunday against or Sunday hosting the Raptors? Oh no, no. The Is score, that what you said? Yeah, I said no. Okay, it's tough. Yeah, but he's super said. tough. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have like uh, eventually teams are just gonna be like no more. 
No more. We're going to just box him out. Big old box out Sending guy. Sending the goons. Yuck, yuck him, Pirtle. Good luck. Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam. Yeah, say it like E40. Pascal Siakam. Yeah. It's crazy, though, because like you're going to have to put like Chris Boucher on Siakam's shoulders in order to defend him. Yeah. It's like a like I said, little rascal situation. It's very much a good luck situation. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's it? Yeah. That's all you got for us? Or? How dare or? you? Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest show of Friday afternoons on Danny and Dusty at 2.30. Jeff Russ. Oh. Oh. All right, coming up next, we will talk about a little bit more Victor Wembanyama because he had an absolutely insane thing happen, and this is why well, he may not get 30 and 10 coming up against the Raptors. Wait, uh, what? Oh, yeah. He's got more, and I'm getting more basketball. No, yeah, it's football it Friday. Going to be in there. Coming up next year in Danny and Dusty, Today the Fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Generational hype is used far too often, and it's it's not fair to players. But yeah. when it lives up to the hype, it truly is something. Victor Wimbanyama did something in the first five games. Freddie Adu. Oof. He got it twice, too. He, he had that heat twice. Remember when he was coming up, then he got injured, and then when he came back, like, no, really? Fred, you do. And it went, Man, oh. That sucked. No. It wasn't. But Victor Wembanyama became the first player to score 85 points, grab 35 rebounds, and block 10 shots in his first five games since Shaquille O'Neal in 1992. That seems good. There have been a lot of big men that have made debuts between now and then in the last 31 years. Yeah. To be in that category through the first five games. And again, we went through this the other day. Shaquille O'Neal had a 30-20 game in his first five games. The level of disruption and dominance that Shaquille O'Neal demonstrated was unlike anything we had ever seen from a rookie. The Suns were afraid of, of having the ball inside. Just because of his presence. Like, he is an issue. He blocked Devin Booker on a drive on the way down. Like, he jumped a step too early, but he just stayed tall and then just knocked it to the floor. Yeah, he's really good. It's easy to stay tall when you're seven foot four and you have a 19 foot wingspan. Yeah. That's what seven, my problem was. Seven five. Uh, also, yeah. his, uh, his wingspan, quite li- his wingspan is actually over eight feet. It's bananas. Pretty good. His wingspan is over eight feet. Again, his wingspan is over eight feet. Do we remember what the size of his hand was? Uh, I've seen the side-by-side, and it's disgusting. Yeah. It's like a normal human hand in his. I mean, it looks like a Nerf ball in his hand. like he's wearing Freddy Krueger gloves. Did you guys see the video that came out of the pregame last night Hmm. of him dribbling? he's, He's got a ball in each hand, and it's a very normal drill where he's Dribbling the ball between between his legs with each hand at the same time, switching hands. So right to left, left to right, but it's at the same time. The thing about it is that's not supposed to happen to a guy who's seven foot five. No, he is very freaky, twitchy, and he like puts to shame the whole idea that Shaquille O'Neal floated that his hands were too big to shoot free throws. No, they're not. No, the, the, no, they're not. The issue is, and there's actually math behind this. When the 
the taller you are, the more the 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 um the angle of the angle the yes increases, which makes you you have to put more even more arc on your shot to have a higher level of success. Which if you watch Dirk Nowitzki shoot free throws, mm-hmm. they touch the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point, is because most seven footers, if they use a traditional shot, it goes straight at yeah. the rim. Yeah. That's the problem. Where everybody else, when they shoot up, it goes a, up and over. It is a flat circle yes. that you're trying to shoot down into. Yes. More arc, better. Yes. Harder to do when tall. When tall. Yes. Or use the backboard. Which I I still don't know why we don't have anybody doing that. Big in China. Like Yao. Yeah, they use the backboard in a lot of the Asian leagues. Mm-hmm. Just like just fire them right off the backboard and you make get a little dead spot on there and make a little spring. Uh, yeah. Call it good. Yeah, but right. uh, well, but that's yeah. good basketball. That's note. your 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 generational note. Uh, I, I have to bring this up, and we have to we have to make a decision on this. Which way mm-hmm. we're going? USC Washington has a spread of seventy six and a half over over or under. If I go both ways, <laughs> over. Like, like you're telling me that the, what they're saying is that forty two thirty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. For could, for reference, fifty six to forty nine. Yeah. I could see anything is in play. A bajillion, gabillion. The yeah. lowest scoring spread of the weekend. Yeah, or, or over under the weekend is uh, Iowa Northwestern. I wish that we could do college. I, th- I bet we. I wish we could do college because I would do a three game parlay. With an over USC UW seventy six and a half, mm-hmm. and I would go under that thirty and a half mm-hmm. for that game, along with the under in Army Air Force, Air Force. which is at thirty two and a half. So I would I would go with the mega parlay of over seventy six and a half, under the thirty two and a half, under thirty and a half. And reminder: those other those thirty point thirty two and a half and thirty and a half totals mm. are combined still fifteen yeah. points behind. Yeah. The expected totals of USC Washington, or I would go like first half over in USC UW of thirty two and a half. Oh and God, I would go, yeah, I would go what, total game. What, what's higher? The other what's higher? USC UW uh, <laughs> the first, first half, half total? or yeah. Air Force Army and uh, Iowa yeah. Northwestern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I bet you we can. Yeah, I think that it's going to be the defense game because the defense will be offensive. I really don't like how much everybody's picking USC. It scares me. Yeah, but I, I also think that one thing that we're kind of I- ignoring is that, like, when they played Arizona State and it was fifteen to seven. Mm-hmm. They they can play some decent defense at times. Sure, Arizona State's really bad offensively. Yes, but I think it's the giving up of thirty three to Stanford that everybody's like, damn, mm-hmm. what happened there? So that game, I get it. I see. I'm going. I'm going on the over on that though. And then we have like, look. This is going to be a locked and loaded slate because Saturday, not only is it that game at 4.30, but you got Bama LSU. Uh, the, uh, the Texas-Kansas State game is going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, Clemson-Notre Dame. You want to talk about Clemson getting back on the right track after Dabo goes after Tyler and Spartanburg with his this team blows. This stupid rant. I bet we could see... You know, Clemson knocking off Notre Dame uh, this weekend. I wouldn't put it past them because they're at home. They're in Death Valley. Georgia, Missouri in college football. Bedlam um, is going on Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That is an awesome slate of, of college games. And then the NFL, man, on Sunday, we're getting uh, in Frankfurt, Germany, 
Dolphins Chiefs at the butt crack of dawn. What do you think possessed Roger Goodell to finally send good football overseas? I don't know, and that does suck, but I'm rolling with the Dolphins because they left on Monday and the Chiefs left on Friday. Still don't understand that. You would think of all coaches, Andy Reid would want to spend more time in Germany. Now you got Ravens Seahawks right here on the fan. Mm -hmm. Eagles Cowboys, Mm. not right here on the fan. No. And uh, no, but we got good games. Sunday good game. night football's Bills Bengals. Yeah, no, let's go. The slog fest of crappy games that we've gone through for the last two weeks is gone. Yeah, yeah. how did Andy Reid not carve out more time for brats? I, yes, I. That's brats, well, brats and kraut, brats and pretzels. Maybe that's the reason why. <laughs> The man his has, heart couldn't he take wanted it. to survive the trip. The man has handed out his own recipes at airports. If he's not I coaching he's in Lederhosen, something is wrong with the NFL. <laughs> Chiefs colored Lederhosen. Just, just go full on Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. Reed Fest. Yeah. Andy Fest. Like he has to das coach with his his dinner menu, Cheesecake Factory dinner mm. menu of a play call sheet and a Stein, and he's wearing Lederhosen. Sign me up. Who's not watching that? Ooh. I'd pay-per-view that. What, what are Maybe the that should be my co- my Halloween costume next year is Andy Reid. What are the Chiefs odds of later What are the Andy odds Travis Kelsey game. is drinking out of a boot by the end of the game? I think it's very high. Very high. I mean, I would expect nothing less. Will Taylor be there? Brought to you by I Taylor Swift. I don't know. Uh, little uh, little fact check there. If you think it's going to be rainy in Eugene this weekend, they're expecting a, an inch on Saturday in mm. Eugene. Inch is a lot. Boy. Yeah, you know that. Just you know lay out on that one. But we also have. I looked up that 2013 game. Mm-hmm. Three and a half inches of rain Ooh, that day, buddy. <laughs> Three and a half will get it done. Three and a half inches that day. Holy guacamole! Back in 2013 for mm-hmm. Cal Oregon. So one of the 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 wettest Cal Oregon game ever. All right, up next you got four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's prime time with Eyes Gun Souk. Have a great. Friday. We'll see you Monday, noon to three, right here on The Fan. Remember, three and a half inches will get you wet. Bye! Jeff, give it to us. <laughs> like a good gripper. <laughs> Even thinking about it right now is literally making my toes curl. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.